Hey, y'all, this is That POC Glow, where we talk about that POC life. Yeah. Okay, oh, that's, my God. <laughs> I think we should just take this yeah out. Because do I you agree. say yeah when you're excited? Are you, no, like, I don't. What do you say when you're excited? Sometimes I'll say like A or like. When you're excited? Yeah. So you just I mean, gonna it like, depends. like, like, let's say you're in your room and you're by yourself and then you're just going to be like, yay. Not yay. yay. is that poc glow where we talk about that poc life hey hi i'm neka and i'm dobbin and for today's episode we're going to talk about the purpose of our podcast aka why we're here and then discuss what it means to be a third culture kid all right so dobbin this was your idea to start this podcast and i personally love podcasts so i was definitely on board but what was kind of your thinking behind wanting to start the podcast like why are we here I mean I don't know like I feel like you know there are a lot of social slash cultural related podcasts out there that you know either representing Asian culture Asian folks or like oh like this podcast is about these two black girls in Atlanta we talk about you know black culture or whatever yada yada I don't know if you had this experience but I personally thought that I haven't seen a lot of podcasts out there that necessarily I don't know had like um kind of like an intersecting way of seeing culture so like oh it's not just like the Asian culture or you know the Asian things that we're going to talk about but you know we're also gonna explore other cultures in one podcast, in one episode, and just seeing, hearing, learning about other people's point of views, and also not sounding like a, uh, I don't know, like a an educational nonprofit organization seminar. <laughs> I guess the purpose of the podcast is just to like, yeah, let's look at other cultural perspectives. Um, let's talk about our cultures, who we are, what we see, what others see and just have that space for everyone but that's why I'm here why are you here (laughs) kind of similar I mean I think I've always been interested in talking about not just my culture but other cultures seeing how they kind of overlap and uh just having a space to be able to share my own like unique experience because even though two people can be from the same culture it doesn't exactly mean that they're going to have the exact same experiences. So it's been really cool to just be able to have that opportunity. Um, Mm. Because I've always wanted to start a podcast, but never knew what topic to settle on. So Mm. (laughs) it'll be cool to bring in some of my own life experiences, uh, things that I've heard from other people, things I've observed, and just kind of examine it like in in every aspect of life, you know, how culture comes through in each aspect of our lives. So. Right. 
Right. And, yeah. and I also think like, you know, we say culture and I feel like when somebody hear, hears the word culture, you know, it's really easy for them to just think of like a certain ethnic group or like um, certain race. But I don't know, like, I feel like the word culture, like, encompasses, like, so many things in one. Like, it's not just, like, your color, let's say, or your color. <laughs> like, But you know <laughs> what know I'm what saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it's, it's not just like, yeah, like, oh, it's because you're from this country, you're, this is your culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I mean, yeah, there are obviously, like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm Korean, so there is a Korean culture that I, I guess, like identify with. But I feel like there is definitely some Korean culture that I kind of, you know, step back and I'm like, oh, no, that's not for me. You know, I don't vibe with this. But that's me. Like, have you I don't know. Have you had those times, experiences? For sure. Definitely. Like there's so much and I'm sure at some point I'll get into all of it. But (laughs) there's so much within Nigerian culture um that yes i appreciate some aspects others not quite so much and you know i'm mm. i've learned over time how to kind of pick and choose what i personally identify with so that'll be interesting and exciting to talk about for me uh because there's a lot there's a lot for us to get into <laughs> right for sure and that is exactly why i think you and i agreed like yeah like let's talk about these things because I mean, how, like, how many spaces are out there or opportunities are out there where, you know, you can talk about these things while not, I don't know, like, not feeling scared that you're going to be judged or, like, I mean, obviously, you shouldn't say, like, inappropriate things, but I'm just saying, like, (laughs) (laughs) right, you know, let's, if we get, if I get too honest, and sometimes, you know, it can sound a little bit borderline, but, like, you know, like, but, in the end, like, even, like, sometimes I feel like when somebody does say something, I don't know, like, an ethnic or race-based joke, like, yeah, like, I guess depending on who says it, to whom, it can become inappropriate. But I think the general idea behind those jokes, right, is that, in a sense, people agree, or, like, you know, there is some sense of, like, oh, yeah, it's like, truth? I don't know, like, like, it must be a joke because it's true or at right. least everybody understands it. Yeah, they just, I agree. Right. Like they, I, they just I, can't, uh, I guess like show others that they, they get it or like, you know what I'm saying? Cause like sometimes like if, you know, if you, if you kind of like do think it's true and if you like show that and then like other people be like, Oh, like you're racist or like, I don't know. Like, I agree. I think that that's the whole thing with stereotypes, right? Like there's some kernel of truth to it, even if it is a bit inappropriate or, you know, offensive or (laughs) just unfair to paint everyone with the same, you know, paintbrush. I think at the end of the day, it comes from somewhere. So, yeah, I mean, some of them probably should not be said, but for the most part, I do think that it comes from a place of, wanting to kind of identify people right Um, and we all kind of have certain things in common when it comes to certain cultures and even overlap between cultures so right I definitely see what you're saying exactly and so at least you and I could promise here it's a safe space it's a non-judgmental space 
And we will talk all about things that, you know, we kind of nod our head and be like, well, it is kind of true, you know. Um, <laughs> but we will also do our best to not obviously offend anyone or make any some sort of like, okay, like this is actually pretty borderline racist because that's what we don't want to be. And this is, which is why we want conversation is, you know, obviously to not have prejudices or biases against certain individuals or groups because everyone, how they identify with certain culture is very different and everyone's stories are very different. Exactly. Okay, so I, I, I am curious. So do you see yourself more as African or Black? Because I know some people, like, listen, like, I've met some people who they'd be like, it's two different things. Like, African-American and African are two different things. You can't put them together. And then, obviously, there's people who are like, everybody's Black. So I don't, I want to know what you think and where you stand. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, <laughs> I think that's something I'm still kind of figuring out. But I think, for the most part, I would say that I am Black. and that for me personally includes being African. Cause like, obviously all black people came from Africa. So mm -hmm. to me, they're one in the same. I know not everyone would agree, but yeah, obviously there's also a lot of cultural differences between African-American and African. So I definitely understand that. But for me, I would say uh, I'm black just to keep it simple. <laughs> mm. So I guess the next question that I kind of want to ask you is, since you 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 know you just said that you kind of see yourself, I mean, you 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 do see that African side of yourself, and obviously that American side of yourself. Do you think you would? I don't know. Have you heard of the term third culture kid? I have. Yeah, I don't know a whole lot about the term or like you know where it started, but I've I've heard a little bit about it, and I think if we want to get into the weeds of like what it means to be a third culture kid, uh, we can definitely do that. That'll be an interesting discussion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like I've heard that, you know, phrase be used like, you know, here and there. Sometimes like people will be like, I'm a TCK. You know, I've actually heard people say like TCK. Uh so Ashley, just Googling right now what their culture kit is, because I feel like everybody uses it differently for different times. But essentially it says, if you, a child who grows up in a culture different from the one in which his or her parents grew up, then you're considered a third culture kid. So is you're pretty much in a sense influenced by your parents' culture and the culture that you are raised in. But I guess it's a third culture because it's kind of like you're not fitting in the parents' culture. You're not fitting in the one you're in currently. And you're kind of in this in-between, which is kind of the third culture, I guess. So it kind of, it sounds like it's like a fusion of both, you know, what your parents grew up in and where you are currently. Right. I so mean, that, at least at least sense. according to the Merriam-Webster dictionary <laughs> that's the definition which um, is a pretty reputable source so, yes you know. <laughs> exactly it's better than like me bringing up something from wikipedia which i almost did because that generally tends to be the first thing that pops up if you google something but no i i think that that makes sense i mean in that sense i think i definitely 
at least I wasn't lying when I was telling people I'm a third culture kid because I have had so many moments where like I mean, you know, like a group, like like a career, let's say like like FOB. I don't know. Do you know do you know what FOB is? Like, have you heard of what FOB? Fresh off the boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, <laughs> I mean, now it's like fresh off the plane, but like the the Korean FOBs or Korean Koreans, right? Who are obviously like totally immersed in Korean culture, and you know, they're either zero American or like the American culture just does not affect them whatsoever. Those folks would kind of see me and they'd be like, oh, you know, like you're kind of a little too American for us. And, you know, like when it comes to like these Korean Americans where they are more, I guess, just like they're, they're American and, and they kind of are more used to like American TV shows or like American jokes or like, you know, just like American stuff to do to hang out, you know, like, um, those friends would see me and be like, oh yeah, you're a little too Korean. I definitely had times where I'm just like literally feeling stuck in the middle and okay, so is anyone gonna like accept me? <laughs> Can I be part of any group? Can I be cool with you guys? So yeah, I yeah. I think I definitely feel like I'm a third culture kid. Um, I mean, because my parents are, you know, they're Korean. I mean, yeah, they came to US with me for a brief moment uh, because we were immigrants but they were born and raised in Korea all their life they came to U.S. when they're a full-grown adult so they're like Korean and I'm in America but then I was also kind of like half grown if that makes sense I was like I was like 14 15 years old so like my my psyche and my conscious is kind of developed but not fully developed to like a mature adult so I'm like okay like America's still kind of new for me. And I, and I also spent half my years in Korea. So like, I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like I'm definitely somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I, and see, this is why I'm glad that we're like doing this because for the longest time, I felt the exact same way as you, Dobbin. Like, I really felt like I was just kind of floating in this weird in-between space of not being American enough, hmm. but not being Nigerian enough. <laughs> And also not quite being like black enough for like, you know, the kids at my school. So it's like, hmm. all right, uh, I guess I'm just here. <laughs> Which wow. at this point in my life, I've just embraced. Yeah, I am here and I can't really put myself in any one particular neat box. But like that is that. so interesting, though, because I mean, I, I came here, I came to U.S. when I was like 14, but you came here when you were two and you still right. kind of feel that like in betweenness going on. I did. Yeah. I mean, huh. I'm sure we'll have some times to kind of get into our experiences growing up and what school was like. But let me tell you, sis, <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely uh, the target of some racially charged uh roasting you could say Ooh. so yeah I definitely never really felt like I was in one particular culture or identity very easily and neatly like I mm. it, it was pretty messy for me mm -hmm. I mean like it sounds like you're saying it was messy for me and I'm saying like yeah like I felt mad lonely because nobody would you know let me fit you know be part of the group but I, which which sounds like, you know, it's it's a pretty bad thing to be a third culture kid. But I mean, I'm wondering, like, do you think there's ever a good thing about being a third culture kid? Like, have you ever experienced anything good from being, you know, identi you know identified in that way? I think it can be a pretty um, interesting and like complex 
experience, at least speaking for myself, yes, it was annoying and frustrating and a little bit depressing at some points, to be honest. But like, I think at the same time, as I've gotten older, I've like really come to appreciate the complexity in it because I find myself easily kind of code switching or like sliding in between all the different cultures. And like, I can kind of easily go back and forth. I like know a lot of the lingo and the jokes Mm -hmm. and all that. So like, that's the cool part of it. I feel like I have, you know, a little bit of a taste of all of it. Mm. Um, And it just kind of depends on the situation, depends on my mood, what I want to like engage with, which I think is kind of a cool ability to have. (laughs) So Mm. there are some pros. Yeah, that's true. Like, I think, I mean, it's it's neat that you kind of, it's, it's the best of both worlds, right? Sometimes like, you know, sometimes some person would kind of approach me thinking that I would be just this one way because of being Korean. And, and when they kind of see that I have a, I guess like a not too linear way of an identity, if that makes sense. Um, like they, they kind of get fascinated and just kind of like, oh, like, so you actually get what I'm saying or like you actually get what I, you know, like, you know, my side of the story. And I'm like, yeah, no, I do. Which which I think it's pretty neat. Like you said, for example, like I, you know, the, the first the first town that uh, I resided in as an immigrant when I came to America with my family, you know, we were actually by like very close to the border of Mexico. So like you know, even though it's US, I was pretty much surrounded by like a bunch of like either Mexican immigrants or like Mexican-Americans, right? Like different, you know, American uh, kids born from Mexican parents and born in America. Those two have different cultures of their own too. Like Mexican, Mexican immigrants have a completely different way of seeing and talking about things versus like Mexican-Americans. Um, and then me, this Asian girl here is like in this little town with Mexicans and Mexican Americans and, you know, and then some like white folks here and there. <laughs> and, you know, I'm just like, OK, so like, what, where am I? You know, and I mean, initially, like it was like really hard. But I think later on when, you know, I became a full grown adult and, you know, I ended up moving to different states and ending up in New York City whenever I would whether I'm at my favorite taco restaurant or like legit just like one of my friends being Mexicans here and you know whenever I whenever they talk to me about whatever food or culture or whatever and when I actually understand what they're saying or like actually get it they're actually very surprised and they're like I mean obviously they're not going to expect that initially they're not going to expect that from me you know what I'm saying like just from how I look or right um, I guess like my racial background, they're not going to be like, oh yeah, like they're not going to expect me to understand, but I do. And I think that's the beauty of it is being a third culture kid. You're just, you're like all these different cultures thrown at you in a sense, um, whether it's your parents' culture or, you know, the culture you're being raised in and kind of finding your way through those cultures is all part of you. And you are able to kind of connect with anyone and anybody who fits in those I don't know groups or, or uh, yeah. fields I feel that yeah I agree I'm wondering though do you think that the term third culture kid is even 
necessary. Like if we were to stop someone on, on the street randomly and ask them, you know, do you know what a third culture kid is? Do you think they would know what it is? Like, is it just unnecessary to even have this I mean, term? I don't know. Like I plugged in with different cultures at different stages of life. Like at different cultures as in like, I'm not talking about like race, ethnicity. I'm talking about like, for instance, you're in high school. There's quote unquote jocks or like, oh, there's like the emo groups or like, oh, they're like the anime lovers or like, I mean, I don't know. Like there's always just some kind of a different group identity going on. And I feel like that's, to me, it changed as I grew up. And obviously it's going to depend on what your interest is at that time and moment. But the thing is, it's not just the interest, you know, like I feel like that interest becomes in a, in a way a certain culture because you're with a group of specific people that are interested or are all interested in what you're interested in. And then within that, there's like these different languages that pop up or like different jokes or like, you know, or maybe just different way of saying hi. I don't know. I feel like they all kind of, it gets created. And so like if you kind of jump to these different groups at different times of your lifetime, then technically, regardless of where you're born or where your parents are born or if there is that difference or not, you could be a third culture kid, which we would in that sense be rejecting our dear Marion Webster's definition. <laughs> yeah. And that's the cool thing about culture and identity. Like to some degree, you do kind of have the space to make it what you want it to be and kind of choose, you know, what you're going to identify with and who you're going to say that you are. So it's all very fascinating for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I think that was, you know, it was a very interesting conversation right there about their culture kid. I mean, I feel like it's a, it's a, thing that I can identify with but at the same time it sounds a little distant like if you just say like are you a third culture kid like nobody says that you know what I'm saying right like, <laughs> and, I, and I feel like that term is used in cases where it's needed so it's not like, like it's not like a daily everyday conversation or a question you know like I feel like you ask that question when let's say like you're in like a I don't know like a POC conference or like in like college and you're part of this like POC student association kind of a deal and you know and you're kind of asked to like explain like your cultural identity and then that's when you kind of use that term third culture kid but I don't know it's in a sense because I don't think I hear people say it often or call themselves that often like it, it feels a little distant and unfamiliar yeah, same here. Honestly, like I have probably heard it once or twice um, before like you brought it up. So I'm willing to bet that most people have not heard about it or just, you know, have like only vaguely heard about it or know right. what it means. So so would you Neka, would you would you say that we don't need that term? Because we were just talking about how like, oh, everybody can be a third culture kid. So like if that's the case, do you think we don't need that term at all like it shouldn't exist or do you think there's benefits for even having a term like that and naming it I think if we're talking about like strictly you know culture in the sense of where someone comes from 
their country of origin, all of that. It could be helpful to have the term because there are a lot of people who, you know, like in my case, they might have been born in one country but grew up in another or like their parents were born in one country and, you know, they were born in another. So in that sense, it could be helpful. Um, But I think for the most part, like in everyday conversation, most people are probably not going to use that term. And like, Mm -hmm. I think there are other ways to get at the same meaning or the same idea without having to have this like very unfamiliar sounding term. Like it almost sounds like something that you would hear in like an article or something. (laughs) So, and it can be a little confusing because honestly, when I first heard it, I almost thought like, oh, there are three countries, but that's not, (laughs) that's not necessarily what it means. Right. So I think uh, where I stand is that it can kind of just be more confusing than beneficial. Mm. Uh, but what about you what do you think I don't know like I feel like there's always power in naming things I mean it's something that churches say often I don't know yeah but I mean in real life too like I feel like there is power when you name something and I think when like I'm sure this this happening right like like people have been recognizing and noticing for a long time that there is this thing where you can be not part of either culture right and you know when they started seeing this happening they decided to name it being a third culture kid and I mean I think it's because they named it there is more attention to it like people actually can like think about that now than before when it you know it wasn't even a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like yeah. just the fact that there is a term like that out there means that it, it's kind of like, in a sense, I feel like a reminder for people, like, especially like when you're really trying to be culturally sensitive to people, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a check mark. like, oh, like just be aware that people can identify to different cultures, even if they're born or their parents are born in a certain area and place. So I think just having that term is that kind of like that reminder in your head. Uh, so it, I think in that sense, it's good to have and it's necessary maybe even. Yeah, I mean, I cause like, Yeah, like what if, like if you think about it, like those actual third culture kids, like me, for example, like I was just talking about initially, you know, that I, I feel kind of like left out. Like I don't I don't feel like I identify with either this uh, Korean slash Korean American groups, you know. I want to have a name and I want to have some kind of a uh, belonging. And at least because we have that third, third culture kid, like, oh, I belong to this category. I have a category. I don't know. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I, I, I guess I, it depends on who you ask. True, true. But we do have one question for the listener. Oh, we do? Yeah. Oh, what do you guys think? Do oh. you, have, have you heard of the term third culture kid? Do you identify with it? What do you think about the term existing? True, because I, I feel like, you know, just you and me alone, Nika, like we have a different perspective on just the term in general. But yeah, like let us know, you know, what you think. Do you think that term is even necessary? Is it not? Do you identify as a third culture kid? Or are you just kind of like, I never heard about third culture kid ever in my life till I, you know, just randomly clicked on this podcast and these two girls are talking about it. Like, what the heck? Um, But yeah, we would love to hear from you guys. If you ever want to, you know, let us know your thoughts, email us at thatpocglow at gmail.com. 
Well, we also or, have an IG or exactly. Yes. Um, let them know. Plug let them the know. <laughs> that IG handle is at that POC glow. Thanks everyone for listening to our very first episode. Anika, you want to say anything? Um, Keep on glowing, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>